Good to be back. It's been a while. I uh, hope you're enjoying this Thursday evening now. And um, let me fill you in a little bit of uh, some of the reasons why I've been gone. Um, the whole month of January, I was sick, and I recorded a few podcasts in uh, in January. And um, you could probably tell in those that I was not feeling the greatest. I had uh, I had some sinus issues. I had coughing, uh, a bunch of chest uh, congestion, and just wasn't wasn't feeling very good. That led on into February. Um, I started feeling a little bit better toward the end of January, and then going into February, um, I felt sick again, and then I got COVID, and so. I was sick with either a bad cold or bronchitis in January, and in February, I had COVID, which hit me pretty hard. Um, I had a fever of about 104 um, the first two days, and a, a lot of a lot of coughing, and just just that general body aching and feeling of of tiredness. I had that. Um, However, uh, my wife also had it and my wife and I were able to go over to Pennsylvania and get, um, the monoclonal antibody treatment, which helped, uh, tremendously helped a lot. Um, I was already starting to improve the day that I got them. You want to get them as early as you, as you can. I was always already starting to improve the day that I got them. Um, but, uh, I felt that the day after I took those infusions, I just felt much better. I felt much more like myself, and um, headaches were gone, body aches were gone. The only thing I held on to for about a day after or so was a little bit of a cough, uh, but I still had to, I was still coughing up some stuff. So I guess my body, <clears throat> excuse me, I guess my body had to clear itself of those things. After COVID, um, we moved. And so, um, we were also in the process of a, of a move and just, just being busy with that. Um, it really, really sort of knocked me out for, for a while. And so, like I said, um, haven't been able to hop, hop on the mic in a while, but I'm happy to finally be able to do it and, and get myself to do it. And I'll tell you this, uh, you know, once you get out of something for a while, it's kind of hard to, to get back. Um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of time that's required of editing and, uh, setting up the mics and setting up the, uh, the audio interface. And, uh, there are a few times I could have done a podcast earlier. I was planning on it. Actually, there are a few times, um, a few podcasts that I actually had scheduled, um, with some guests and, um, and some of them, uh, had to cancel and, and things like that. So, uh, hopefully that we'll be able to reschedule with those people in the future, but I hope you're doing well. Um, this is, <laughs> feels a little bit unorthodox for me right now. I have to admit, I just haven't done this in a while. Let me take a drink of coffee here. 
what sort of coffee are you drinking, you ask? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I'm drinking Black Rifle coffee, straight black, like I usually do. Um, sometimes, I know some people put cream in it, and here, here's my thing. If I'm just drinking coffee at home, I just drink it straight. Um, but I know some people put cream in it and sugar and things like that. When I go to a coffee shop, um, you know, I get I get different mixes and stuff like that. So I do spice it up occasionally, but when I'm just at home, uh, you know, I just kind of drink it straight. Speaking of drinking things straight, let me tell you something that's kind of funny. <clears throat> ACV, or apple cider vinegar. I've been having horrible problems with heartburn, uh, probably for the last year. And um, and I know coffee doesn't always help that, but it's, it's sort of hard to break the habit. Um, I took ACV. And I've been taking it. Now, I took a couple days break because I started taking too much of it. But I started looking up online, um, how, how should you drink ACV? Now, this was already after I already drank a bunch of it. So I started looking up online these things, and basically people continued to say that you needed to dilute it. I know it said it on the bottle, but I didn't know if that was a thing where you had to do it or not. I usually just took a couple shots of it back years ago when I used to take it. I just took a few shots and it didn't hurt me any. I actually got used to the taste and I'd take a couple shots every morning. The reason I took it was because it was helping me with my um, acid reflux. And I, I really do believe that it still is my heartburn. Um, but I sort of took a break on it because, I, like I said, I'd just been taking it straight. I've been seeing uh, in my reading that a lot of people um, get, I mean, they, they hurt their esophagus permanently. Um, sometimes it hurts people's stomach lining. Uh, it erodes people's enamel. Um, and so I, I don't know. I, I guess I just, I, I thought about, you know, me drinking this coffee black and, um, and nothing in it and, um, how coffee's pretty acidic. And then I also drink apples out of vinegar straight and, you know, sometimes you just need those things, I think, but I'm going to start diluting it and uh, maybe put some, uh, I don't know, maybe some lemon in there and uh, maybe some maybe some salt. I don't know. Uh, pink Himalayan sea salt and a lemon mixed with water and ACV every morning seems to be a great treat for a lot of people and um, has a lot of health benefits and really helps. Uh, I think it helps the gut microbiome. And it helps your skin, and some people say it helps their weight loss, and uh, some people say it, it helps with their inflammation and their uh, arthritic pain. It, you don't, you just, you know, you just don't really know. I mean, until you experience it yourself, until you try it out yourself. Um, you know, a lot of times uh, these supplements, or whether they be natural foods or green foods, or um, or even just medicines of some sort, you know, they they react to everybody's body differently. And so let's talk about that for a second. Um, the, the subject of the human body, the human anatomy, and something that really has been a staple in human knowledge for thousands and thousands and thousands of years is in our culture today seeming to uh, just sort of go out the window. Now, it's not like this just came upon us suddenly. Um, no, it's, it's been a gradual thing and people have been, 
people have been fighting for these things for years. And this isn't a sudden thing. The reason I bring that up is, is because, you know, 9-11 was sudden. But this isn't sudden. You could, you could see this coming if you were looking for it, okay? If you were looking for it, you could see this coming. And you should have. Uh, but I guess the real question is, and it's going to be the title of the podcast, is what is a woman? What is a woman? Now let me take another drink of coffee here. Oh, big bang in the studio there. <clears throat> Hope you folks enjoy that ASMR of the coffee drinker. <laughs> I always put that in there for a nice touch. What is a woman? Um, that's that's really the question of the ages today. Um, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot um, the last couple days, and I thought, you know, I don't want this podcast to just turn into a political podcast. Uh, I, I want I want to talk about a wide range of things, and I think I have so far in the catalog that we have on this show. I think we've talked about a, quite a few different areas of subject, but I got to thinking more about it, and, you know, I thought, you know, me, you know, is what I do. I'm a minister, and this issue that we're talking about this issue isn't a political issue, or at least it shouldn't be a political issue. This issue is a fundamental issue of of basic humanity, and it really is a spiritual issue. It's something that I, as a minister, I have to tackle, because while it's easier to say, well, I just won't delve into politics because of what people may say or what, you know, what people may think or how people may try to ostracize me or whatever. I can't just do that because as a minister, I'm called to preach the whole counsel of God. Part of the counsel of God is, is that men are men and women are women and there's no interchange. A man can't be a woman. A woman can't be a man. In the beginning, as the Bible says, God made them male and female. So that's part of my call. As a minister, I have to speak up about it. I have to speak out on it. And let me say this, just to, I know we're, we're about almost 11 minutes in now, but let me say this just, just now, that I do not, I'm not for uh, hatred towards any people who may feel marginalized or any minority group. Christ does not teach us to do that. Christ teaches us to love. Christ teaches us to bear one another's burdens. And Christ teaches that instead of looking at others in a, in a way to immediately judge them, uh, that we should look at others with mercy and that we should teach them the truth in kindness and in patience. But there's a word there that I said in that sentence that I really, really think we need to key in on, and that word is truth. And the bottom line, folks, is that there's truth in this universe. Now, you may not think so, and you may have been taught by your professor in, at university that there is no such thing as truth. And you may think that I have a truth and you have a truth, but it's just simply not true. There is such a thing as truth. And the moment you say, well, there is no truth, 
all you have to do is ask that person, well, how do you know that's true? Is that a true statement? <laughs> it's almost like somebody saying <clears throat> that there are no absolutes. Well, that that's an absolute statement. You see, I think that a lot of these movements are in a pretzel, if you will. I think they're I think they're in a pretzel. They've twisted themselves up because the feminist movement is a movement that was set about to fight for women's rights. And now there's confusion based on what a woman even is, which is, in my opinion, silly. Because why is it that we heard for years that we need to fight for women's rights? And now we don't even know what a woman is. So how do we know what a woman was in 2016 and beyond and back further, but we don't know now? You see, it doesn't really make any sense, does it? Of course, there's a few issues, as I said, that have that are present now, and the reason that I'm bringing these up. Of course, we have the the women's swimming, which is funny because I don't think hardly anybody paid attention to women's swimming until this happened. You know, it's got to be offensive. I mean, it must be offensive for women that a man who says he's a woman can come into a women's swimming league and dominate. And the only way that you get the majority of people to talk about women's swimming is when a man joins it. (laughs) I mean, it's got to be offensive for women. Now, for some of your viewers, that might be sensitive. You may say, hold up, you called him a man. Well, that's what he is. You see, here's the thing. We like to live in this fantasy land. The world today is, has, has showed us and taught us that we need to live within each other's fantasies. And so, if I have the fantasy that I'm a cat then you need to treat me as a cat. And the moment that you don't, I'm going to get offended, and actually you're in the wrong for not treating me as a cat. Now you may say, look, that's stupid, that's outlandish, nobody's calling themselves cats. Um, You might want to look again. People are identifying as dogs, people are identifying as cats, people are identifying as horses. I mean, this stuff is happening, just look it up. This stuff is happening. And like I said, 2008, uh, 2009, 2010, and on, if you're looking for it, you're seeing this stuff happen. And people have said it. People have said that it's going to happen, it's going to get worse, and it is going to get worse. There's no going back. It's going to get worse, and it's going to continue to happen. I may not be able to stop it, but I need to at least be a voice of reason on this podcast. I do not want to hurt you if you are a transgender person. But if you are a transgender person, you cannot force your concept of reality within your own mind upon me. You know, this is a big thing that that Jordan Peterson got into in Canada years ago. Let me take another drink of coffee here. This is a big thing that Jordan Peterson got into in Canada a couple years ago. 
the idea of forced pronouns or, or compelled speech. And I'm sorry, you can, you can be mad at me all you want, but a man is a man and a woman is a woman. Now it doesn't matter how they feel in their head. It really doesn't. Okay. I could say that I'm a helicopter. It doesn't mean I'm a helicopter. Okay. You might, you might call me that and you may say, Oh, he's a helicopter, but I'm not, I'm not a helicopter. Okay. I'm a man. And so, like I said, we need to be careful because if we continue down this route, it's going to get to a point where, um, well, we just won't be able to identify anybody. So if I go to the grocery store tomorrow and, and there's a woman that is at the checkout or man, and I say, thank you, sir, or thank you, ma'am, I, I could be in some real danger because they may say, how dare you try to assign my gender? How dare you presume my gender? And I mean, is this a joke? I mean, I almost feel like it's silly talking about this because we, we, my generation, my wife's generation, we, we've become so used to bowing our knee to progressive ideology and we, we've become so afraid to speak our mind on things. You know, it really is another religion. This progressive left-wing ideology is a religion. Okay, it's not some it's not just another idea out here in you know, in the realm of ideas. It's not just another worldview. It's a religion. And it it seeks to conform people. And if you do not conform, then you're a bigot and you're, you're transphobic. I think it's ridiculous. Let's take this one at a time real quick. Of course, the, um, I didn't write her name down. Her name escapes me. It's sort of a hard name to pronounce. If you've been keeping up on the political news, you've been seeing the new Supreme court justice, uh, that is probably going to be nominated and confirmed. Uh, or that has been nominated is probably going to be confirmed. They asked her to define what a woman is, and she said, I can't. Now, she's a woman. She says, I can't. She says, because I'm not a biologist. And this sort of thinking, I mean, we really got to really think about what we mean. Um, you know, it's uh, you can identify things without a hundred percent knowing everything about that thing. Let me give you an example. I can go outside of my place and look at a tree and say, that's a tree. Now, do I know the ins and outs of that tree? No. Uh, do I know, do I maybe not, I may not even know what kind of tree it is, but I could say that's a tree. And I don't have to be studied in that to know that. I can look up in the sky without being an astrologist and say that's a star. And and I don't even I don't even need to study that realm to know that that's a star. Okay? I can look at a person's dog or cat and know if it's male or female. And yet you ask the question, what is a woman? And a woman herself can't even answer it. Now, 
10 years ago, would she have been able to answer it? <laughs> yeah. Of course she would. Um, Three years ago, would she have been able to answer it? Yeah. If you went up to her today, if she wasn't running for Supreme Court, if for Supreme Court justice, if she wasn't running for this and you went up to her house, let's say you knew her in person and you asked her, Hey, you know, you know, look, I just, I've been thinking a lot lately and, and, and just, you know, how would you define a woman? What is a woman? You know, being a woman yourself, she'd tell you, I mean, I'd have no doubts. She'd tell you the problem is, is nobody wants to go against this outcry from this minority the tail is wagging the dog at this point and so when senator i think it was senator cruz i can't remember i think it was senator cruz when he asked her what is a woman and she didn't even know what to say i could ask i could ask a three-year-old what a woman is and they'd probably have a pretty good idea but you see now now we don't want to offend anybody. Now we have to make sure that the sensibilities of everybody are covered. Well, look, you may say, Hunter, you say you're a minister, yet you're out here judging people. That's wrong. Well, say what you will, but I'll say this. There has to be a stand for truth somewhere. There has to be. I mean, we cannot just say to one another, well, you can't judge me and I can't judge you. That's baloney. What do you mean? So you mean, if I find out that you raped a woman, I can't judge you for that? I can't call the law? I can't try to get you thrown in prison for that? If I know, if I have evidence, if you even tell me, what I can't judge you? If you find out that I went out here and stole, if I robbed a bank in the process of doing so, murdered somebody, you can't judge me for that? Obviously. We make judgments. Everybody makes judgments. Stop saying, judge not that you be not judged. You're taking it out of context. Everybody makes judgments. Every single person. Even Jesus made judgments. Jesus said that he came not to judge, he came to save the world. But then also in another verse, he says that the Father has given over all judgment to him. Jesus says, even if I do judge, I do so righteously. And so, we all make judgments. There has to be a stand for truth. People say, just let, just let people live how they want to live. I'm not breaking into anybody's house. I'm not putting a gun to anybody's head. I'm not, I'm not telling people that you have to live in this certain way. At the end of the day, I can't control how people live. People are going to live the way they want to live. The only thing that I can do is to try to teach them what the truth is. And make no mistake, there is truth. And it can't just be, well, that's your truth. No, there is truth. And either I'm wrong and you're right, or you're wrong and I'm right, or we're both wrong and somebody's right. But there is truth. And we have to stick to that principle. And so when I ask you what a woman is, there's a big problem when nobody wants to answer the question because we're too afraid to offend anybody. Well, I'm sorry. If I see a man walking on the train tracks and there's a train heading his way to hit him, and I yell at him and say, hey, there's a train coming, buddy. Well, what if he turns to me and says, well, that's your truth. That's fine. 
there's not much more I can do. I can maybe try to knock him off the tracks and save his life. But my point is, is that I, as a minister, am put in a position where I need to be a warning to some. And this, this little rant I'm going on is by no means saying that I'm perfect or that I don't have sin. Of course I have sin. I'm not perfect. I sin every day. I struggle every day. I'm, I'm a sinner saved by God's grace. I have the blood of Christ applied to me. That is my greatest attribute. I, uh, anything of myself is reprobate. The only good thing about me is Jesus Christ. I'm not trying to be judgmental. I'm just trying to bring the truth into the air. And if more people did this, if I did this, if more people did this years ago, it may not be as bad as what it is now, but the train has already left the station, and I don't know if it's ever going to get called back. We have to remember. We have to remember where these things started. Things just don't happen typically like this. They start somewhere. What is a woman? Well, it used to be that you could find that out at school, public school. But before public school, you really just found that out about your par- from your parents. And it used to be that they taught biology in school, and I'm sure they still do, but it used to be a much, much different thing. And now people have t- will tell you that the biological markers are not relevant. Today, people will tell you, well, it's just what you feel and what you think in your head. And I'm telling you that I think a lot of stuff in my head that's not true all the time, and you do too, and so many people on this earth do. What is in our head or what we think or what we feel is not a good identification marker of who we are or what we should believe. Okay, the Bible says that the heart is deceitfully wicked and sick. And so many people say, follow your heart. Well, the Bible says that's actually not the right thing to do. You shouldn't follow your heart. You should follow God because your heart wants to lead you away from God because your heart wants sin. So instead, we should be following God and not our own heart. Now you say, well, what happens if we just shut up about all this stuff? Well, I think that you're starting to see that. I think you're starting to see that in the NCAA women's swimming. And there are so many people that are outraged over this, and rightfully so, but, I mean, this stuff, it's here to stay. It's here to stay. And nobody wants to recognize the fact that for the whole, the entirety of this man's life, he lived his life as a man. But then a short duration of time appeared in which he became, quote unquote, a woman. And now he is allowed to join women swimming. And look what happens. (laughs) I've had people say that women can do everything that men can do. Uh, That's not true. Um. It's just not true. And by the way, men can't do everything women can do. Okay. There's differences. There's differences between us as human beings. And we we can't just make everything fluid. <laughs> we just can't. It just doesn't make sense. There's identity markers. It just, it's so ridiculous. The moment, this transgender movement, I thought it was going to collapse but it's not. It's still going strong. And the reason that it's still going strong is is because these things are based upon absurdities. On one minute, they say that you can trans that you can transition to be a man if you're a woman. You can transition to be a woman if you're a man. And then on the next side of the mouth, they say, well, everything's fluid. Everything's fluid. 
And so if everything's fluid, if there really is no just true identity, then what about people who are transgender? This is just, this is just such a problem. Just such a problem both ways. Like I said, I got into a discussion with somebody on Facebook and they, they told me that women can do everything that men can do. And it's just not true. It's just biologically not true. It's, it's not sexist. It's not homophobic. We, we, it's just facts. You know, we have to get this through our heads. Women cannot do everything that men can do. You know, there are going to be zero women, zero that are going to win in a men's powerlifting meet. It's just not going to happen. Okay. It's just not going to happen. And it's not because women are weak. It's not because women don't have drive or effort or, you know, it's, it's just, it's just because of biology. That's why. And it used to be that we cared about the science and now apparently we only care about pseudoscience and what's in people's heads. It's mind blowing to me that a party for not only a party, but a group of, of people, large group of people for the last two and a half years have been screaming from the rooftops, follow the science, follow the science, follow the science, follow the science. And then when it comes to issues that are personal to them, they don't want to follow the science. Abortion is murder because it's the taking of an innocent life. They say, well, no, it's not. It's a woman's choice. But they don't want to follow the science because they don't realize that it's not just a clump of cells. The science has been firmly established that it is not just a clump of cells. It is a human being. Now, is it a human being in a different stage of development? Sure it is. But it's still a human being. It doesn't change the fact that it's a human being just because it's in a different state of development or stage of development and just because it's in a different ge geographical location does not change the fact that it's a human being. People say you need to wear a mask and you need to get vaxxed and you need all this. And they champion all this under the, under the slogan, follow the science, follow the science. And then you ask someone, what is a woman? And they say, I can't tell you. Well, that's weird because Teachers have been telling kids what a woman is for years. And I'm pretty sure we had a firm knowledge about what a woman is and or in what a man is for for years. Uh maybe the the whole history of humanity, we had a good idea about these things. But now we don't. Give me a break. The reason that people are saying this is because they just don't want to say what everybody's thinking. What everybody's thinking is, is that this man wants to be a woman, so we're going to act like he's a woman to please him. But there becomes problems when this man goes into a women's swimming competition and he starts dominating women. Like, how far are we going to take this stuff? I mean, really? Because if you call me judgmental for saying this, what if tomorrow I identify as a woman just so I can go out and beat up another woman? Then you say, well, that's wrong because you're a man and you can't touch a woman like that. Well, it's like, wait, hold up. For one, you misgendered me. I'm a woman. I mean, are we really going to start doing this? Because I could just say, well, you're judging me. How, how do you know? Yes, of course I changed so quickly. But how do you know that yesterday I thought I was a man and today I, I didn't think I was a woman? How do you know I'm lying? See, it's just, there's no end to this. There's no end. And so, listen. You'll never hear about it. You won't hear about it on the media, but the majority of women are offended. 
the majority of women are offended at these things. And a lot of women my age are offended, but they don't want to say anything about it. Why? Because their precious pride will get hurt. Because they're so afraid that everybody will look at them and they won't have virtue any longer. And now they'll be categorized and ostracized. And so basically they're just following along with the whims of society, getting by just so that way they don't have to experience mean comments or judgment. The majority of women are offended at this garbage, but they don't want to say anything. And the women that do say things, you usually don't hear them because they're blocked or they're suspended from Twitter. Okay, one of the swimmers who got their spot taken by this man spoke out against it and she was suspended. She got her Twitter suspended. This is the clown world we're living in. This is the fantasy world we're living in where people talk about freedom of speech and speak your truth. And yet when it's a truth that I don't like, I'll just shut you up about it. Just, just shut up. We don't want to hear that truth. Isn't it interesting? I mean, it's odd. I mean, look, I'm sitting here from the standpoint as a minister saying these things are not right. But that doesn't mean that I want to cancel you from things. That doesn't mean I hope you never get a job. That doesn't mean that I want your life to be lived in agony and misery. It doesn't mean that. I'm here to tell you the truth. I'm here to tell you what is real and give you a fair warning about it. Then you take that information. You can choose to do whatever you want with that. But I'm not here to tell you to shut up. I'm not here to tell you to go back in your corner and crawl in your hole and act like you never existed and don't come out to the world ever again. I'm not going to petition to get you banned from Twitter. And yet, it's really the ones who claim that they're tolerant are the most intolerant of everything else. It's, I'm tolerant until you disagree with me. Well, here's a big newsflash. That's not tolerance. Okay, that's actually called intolerance. And... And you can do that, and you can be like that, but just know that it's intolerance. It's not tolerant. You're not virtuous at all. You're not virtuous at all. And so what is a woman? Well, the Bible pretty pretty clearly defines it. So go read it. I'm not going to read it for you. Just go read the Bible. It pretty clearly defines it. Go read a textbook. It pretty clearly defines what a woman is. I don't know. Maybe ask your mother what a woman is. Ask your grandmother. Go back and read thousands of years of work and ask yourself what a woman is. You're going to find the answer because it's not, it's not hard. And the answers are there and the answers are very clear. Okay. Next thing you know, they're going to be saying, what is a man? Now, the difference with that is most men are just going to straight up tell you because men are typically more based on logic and in facts, even if even if sometimes they're arrogant jerks, I know we men can be arrogant jerks, obviously, but women are just more emotion based, and that's just true. Okay, that's following the psychology. Um, but again, maybe we don't want to follow the science. Uh, maybe we we pick and choose where we follow the science. So, I think that I had some hesitation about this podcast because I didn't know how it would turn out. And I just, I my my thoughts are so scrambled about this, uh, just just because of everything that's been happening lately. But I don't want this show to turn into a political show. But 
like I said, this isn't really political, okay? But it's been made to be a political football. It's the same with COVID, and it's the same with vaccines and all that junk. It's It shouldn't be political. What people choose to do with their own bodies, what people choose to inject into their body, as far as medicines, vaccines, those things should be personal. Those things should be between them and doctors. We don't know the his, the medical history of people. Um, as far as what people do to get better from a sickness, I mean, this really shouldn't be political, guys. This really shouldn't be political. And it really isn't political. But our government and our news medias, they like to, they like to divide. And they make everything us versus them. And they do this through identity politics and many other, many other things. And it's been made to be political, but I'm telling you now, it's not political. And you know that the majority of your life, you have been, you have spent the majority of your life, whoever's listening to this, you have spent the majority of your life realizing what a woman is, realizing what a man is. And nobody ever questioned it. Nobody ever thought to question it until just about a decade ago. And so let's think about this. It's not political for one, for two, just say what you believe. Just say what you believe. Okay, this is supposed to be the land of free speech. And we should have the freedom to speak what we believe. And you know what? People say things that are wrong. I say things that are wrong. And people say things that are right, too. And and we all have the freedom to speak. Okay, but we need to speak out these ideas. Because sometimes people have ideas, but they just hide them. And they never they never speak out. And they never get out there into the into the the ethos and so just say what you believe and break the silence okay don't be afraid to go against the norms um don't worry about it you know it's almost like we're living in a high school world in high school you know people were afraid to say anything about the popular kids because then it might come back on them people were putting themselves into categories and groups and and nobody would stand up for themselves and they'd allow other kids to get bullied because if they stood up for that kid, then that meant that, oh, now I'm going to get thrown in that kid's crowd and I don't want to be in that kid's crowd. And, you know, it's just a joke. I mean, we're living this life like it's high school again. And that's so silly. We, we should be much more mature than that. We should have grown up and realized that, you know what, um, I've talked to just a very few select amount of people since high school. And you know why? Because most people just live their life. Most people graduate from high school and you never see them again. Or maybe you talk to them once or twice after that. And maybe you see them at a reunion or something. But you just go on, you just, you just live your life. You start a new life. Nobody cares about what happened in high school. Nobody cares about what so-and-so said to you at lunch anymore. Nobody cares. Okay? And that's how we should realize that this life is like, I mean... If, if you think that anybody's going to care a year from now what you said about this issue, you're lying to yourself. Unless you're Joe Rogan or something like that. If you're just an average everyday person and you're afraid that what, you, what you're going to say right now is going to have some giant effect and people are actually going to care, most likely, they're just not. And that's just how the world works. Okay? I can't... Uh, me. I'm the host of this podcast, and I can't even remember all the words I said from my, my first episodes. 
And I don't even have that long of a catalog. And so if I can't even remember it, I mean, goodness, how am I supposed to expect other people to? And that's how life works. Just live your life, speak what you believe, live what you believe, and find the truth. Just seek truth. Don't seek your own opinion. Don't seek what you what you feel in your heart. Seek truth. And truth will guide you. Jesus says the truth will set you free. Um, let's stop worrying about about the mob because you know what happens is mob the mob eats themselves alive. That's what the mob does. And so we need to just be diligent to stick to the truth about these issues. And um, and if anybody wants to uh, you know excel in sports, uh, just join join the women's club. Just become a woman. Uh, if you're a college athlete, <laughs> you know maybe uh, maybe. Maybe D one basketball isn't working out for you so well. Just uh, just become a woman, and, uh, and and you know, good things will happen from there. Same with UFC, by the way. Uh, same with boxing, uh, with swimming. Same with powerlifting. You know, whatever it is, um, it's a joke, folks. Okay, and we need to we we should be seeing these things and just being like, what in the world is going on? But instead, you have a select few out there that even though they're the minority, they're the loudest. And they say, well, no, this is normal and this is natural. And, and actually when you do look at this, it shouldn't be like, Oh wow, that guy's a dude. You should, you should be like, Oh, what a beautiful woman. Well, I'm sorry. Like he's not a beautiful woman. He's a, he's a guy, he's a dude. (laughs) And that's like, and, and everybody, everybody has known this. Like I said, everybody's known this, but it's just not until, not until recently in our culture where people choose to believe in fantasies instead of biological truth. And so, yeah, I know I'm kind of rambling at this point. Um, so I guess I'll cut the show there. I, I really appreciated talking with you guys again. Uh, hopefully soon we have some more guests on and, um, remember to follow us on Instagram at the religious coffee hour. Also Facebook, same name, Send me a message or send me an email, the religious coffee hour at gmail.com. Uh, give me a question. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe uh, drop a comment in somebody else's video or somebody else's podcast uh, for a recommendation. If you want to, if you want a certain guest on or message me, let me know that. Um, we're going to try to have some more guests on. I'm really going to try to bring this thing back up to speed uh, because, you know, I know that. <clears throat> I sort of um, lowered the anchor here, and we haven't been moving, but uh, we're going to start moving back again and and uh, hopefully bring it all back up to speed. So anyway, it was good talking with you, and uh, thanks for tuning in. As always, keep drinking that good spiritual coffee.